Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. 10, 10 9, 9, 8, 8, 7, 7, 6, 5, 4, 4, 3, 2, 1, 1. Now it's time for the Mercedes in the Morning pre-show. Mix 94.1. Good morning and welcome to the pre-show. It is Monday, September 11th. Thank you guys so much for joining us. Really appreciate you guys being here on a Monday morning. Clark County Schools not open today the the kids have the day off uh teacher in service day so uh know a lot of you might be uh on a break because you don't have to take your kids to school or maybe uh, nice. you don't have to go to school this morning but if you're here we appreciate you thank you guys so much for joining us good morning hey good to see you this morning how how was your weekend i feel like i haven't seen you like in like a week and only it's been a couple of days how was your weekend how you doing over a there pretty good weekend it was uh it was nice my daughter uh came back into town from san diego uh, she came for the Ed Sheeran concert. Uh, well, that didn't really go off as planned. So that was kind of a bummer, but it was still great to have her here. And, you know, we hung out, the four of us. And and uh, my youngest, she's, uh, she's still kind of, you know, with her uh, ankle issue, she fractured her ankle. So she's still kind of rehabbing that. But it was nice. Everyone got to hang out together. And, yeah, we had a little bit of a hiccup on Saturday night. But uh, yesterday, Mom, she went back to San Diego and the three of us went to the Aces game yesterday. So that was a lot of fun. It was it was a nice weekend. Yeah, how was your weekend? Well, one quick question about Ed Sheeran. I know we're going to break this down later on throughout the show and get into details of this whole thing. But what time did you find out? Um, I think it was around 645. It was like within minutes of the post. I, I don't I wasn't gone yet. I okay. was still at home. Oh, so I was literally in my closet staring at my clothes like, what am I going to wear? And um, my husband goes, check your phone. And I was like, what? Or no, no, no. I know my friend texted me. That's what it was. My friend said, I don't think the concert's happening. And I'm like, what? And then I go to social media and the first post I saw was Ed's post. I was like, oh, and then my husband's like, check your phone. I'm like, I see. (laughs) And uh, it was kind of a bummer. Yeah, we were all really sad about it. But what can you do? Things happen. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I was in I was in Sedona this weekend. It was a big um, group trip this past weekend. It's my wife's girlfriends that she she's known since grade school. They become my friends and they've been planning this trip for a couple of years and finally got everyone's scheduled together and, and I've been outspoken about group trips. Not a big fan of staying in the same house with a bunch of other couples. There were six couples in total. But I gotta tell you, this weekend was absolutely it was perfect. It was amazing. First time in Sedona. Just it is gorgeous down in Sedona and the house was 
fantastic. Everyone had their own private bathroom. We ended up having this house was huge. There was a little apartment above the garage, and they gave us that because we had the dogs. We had privacy there this weekend and had a nice dinner on Friday night. Went out to dinner on Saturday night. Weather was perfect. We got some rain on Saturday night, but it was nice seeing the rain in Sedona. It was just it was a really nice weekend getaway with five other couples, and it was just a it was a flawless weekend. It was yeah. really nice. Now maybe it won't make you afraid of those uh, group trips anymore. I know, and I was I was you know going into this weekend with a lot of hesitation and just I, I've done group trips before and it just didn't work out too well. But this weekend was was just I mean exceeded my expectations. It was a really nice weekend down there. Yeah, I'm sure we're going to get into uh, both of our weekends. Steph, I saw Steph yesterday at the at the game. Um, that was a that was a fun one. It was fun hanging out with you guys. It was fun. Oh, I love sitting next to you guys. And I sometimes I look at like how you and Matt are, and then how me and James are, and then sometimes like the guys will act the same at games, and then me and Mercedes will just be like clapping. It's really fun to kind of oversee and watch ourselves when we're at games. Oh yeah, I mean we we spend so much time together here, but sometimes we don't really like know what each other is like outside of the radio station and and yeah i noticed that with you and james and i could hear you guys chatting with each other and i was trying not to act like i, I could hear I was like, <laughs> but we're like inches apart and yeah. trying not to hear each other but you guys i just i just love you guys you guys are so great oh, we so love cute. you guys i felt bad because i was eating in front of steph i had a piece of pizza and my husband brought me and i was like is it rude to eat this in front of her like i i was gonna offer you some but i thought that would be weird too oh no please do please eat and then because we shared an armrest together and then you had a drink and you're like, is it okay I put my drink here? I'm like, of course. And so <laughs> I didn't want to get in your way. So luckily I had James to kind of lean on this side <laughs> and I wanted to give you your space to eat and drink and not feel like you're in my space. So no, you're totally fine. We uh, we left a little early and we uh, everyone was seated and I felt bad you know, when you're trying to get out and people are watching and we tried to do it when there was like a timeout. And so we start going and there's this couple probably like four seats away from Steph and James um I approach them I go I'm so sorry and the girl just looks at me and it's just like yeah and she won't move oh she, she wouldn't like, she move won't her legs stand or up anything? she won't oh, that's move rude. so I'm trying to navigate around her um she she wouldn't move she refused and then I get to her husband same thing he won't move I go I'm really sorry and so my husband comes up behind he goes I got a kid with a boot you're gonna have to stand up and the lady still didn't stand up. The guy did, but the lady still wouldn't move. So poor, poor Brooklyn's trying to find her way around this lady who was not budging. That is rude. It was so Were rude. they in the first two seats of the row? No, they were like in the, they were only a few seats away from Steph and James. I don't know if you saw us struggling to get out, Steph. I kind of made sure to, like, because it was, first it was you that passed us, then it was Matt, and then it was Brooklyn. And I remember she was last out of the three of you. And I made sure to stand up. She has this huge huge boot on like please people so i didn't see the pu- the people that you guys were trying to get across did you nudge him and I, and, oh sorry sorry I no she could have beat me up easily so <laughs> i was just like excuse you, me you sized her up before doing <laughs> it you gotta get especially if it's a kid with a boot oh man so yeah but we had a great time and we've got a lot to get to this morning we cannot wait to start the show so let's do it now time for the pre-show you pick them you guys get to pick the first song of the show do you want to hear insane in the brain by cypress hill I do by 98 degrees. 
Or do you want to hear My Life Would Suck Without You by Kelly Clarkson? choices get your votes in right now you can tweet us at mercedes in the am you can vote on our facebook page mercedes in the morning or just text or call us right now at 702-364-9400 we're going to count your votes now and reveal the winner next on mix 94.1 coming up next coming up next mix 94.1 you're gonna want to hear this we have more to come on the pre-show this morning. You can always give us a call at 702-364-9400. And coming up next, what do you do at work that is definitely not work? Social media, online shopping. A friend of mine confessed to what she does on the job, and it sounds actually amazing. We'll talk about that coming up next. But first, the votes are in, and I do by 98 degrees is the pre-show you pick them. You choose the music. You pick it, we play it. It's Mercedes in the Morning, pre-show you pick it. Sometimes you have a little bit of freedom with your job where you don't have to be working like the entire shift. You can maybe take a break, scroll on social media, maybe grab a thing or two off of Amazon. But one of my girlfriends was telling me over the weekend uh, that she has the best job where you can actually do work that's not work. She uh, she is a massage therapist. And when she has a gap in between clients and she doesn't want to like drive home or run errands or anything. She locks her door, turns off her lights and takes a nap on her massage table. <laughs> <laughs> and that sounds so relaxing. She's like, I've had three hour gaps and I just sleep for two hours, wake up then set up, get ready for the next client. I mean, she that is work. That is not work. She is still there at work, but she does not have to work. Does anyone have something that they're pretty lucky they can do? On the job. They they know. It's not work, but they do it at work. And what is it? 702-364-9400. I envision your friend putting nice music on, dimming the lights, the massage chair is so comfortable, just stretching out and getting a nice couple hours. Good for her for doing that. I would, uh, I mean, and she gets paid by the client. So obviously if there's no client, <laughs> there's no money coming in. And she acknowledges that. She's like, but it's just nice. Sometimes I just decide, why well, drive home? To, you know, do housework when I can just take a two hour nap in between clients and have everything ready, to, you know, ready to go when they get there. It's it's perfect. When I work, first started working at the radio station, I worked in our promotions department and it was a very small department. We had our promotions director and then me. And that was it for Mix 94.1. And every Monday, and it was an hourly job. Every Monday I would come to the radio station. I would get the radio station van and tell my boss, the promotions director, that I was going to organize. We had a storage unit where we kept all of our stuff. And I always tell her on Monday, I'm going to go organize the storage unit. She's like, okay, cool. And I would just drive there. I would stop at Taco Bell. I would get my lunch, pull into the storage unit was huge. I would just pull there, put music on, eat my Taco Bell, and just hang out. It was like a clubhouse. The thing was always organized, but she didn't know that. She was never out there. So I would just go out there just kind of hang out and, and made it my clubhouse. At least, at least once a week, I would go organize the storage unit. That's kind of convenient. I didn't even know that the radio station had a storage unit. I had no idea. And so most people wouldn't even know where to find you. And, and you're out on a job. You're doing something. She's Why would it be disorganized from week to week? Like nothing happened where... <laughs> 
a tornado came through there and disorganized everything. It was always Monday. It was busy weekend with remotes and stuff. I got to keep things organized. Did you ever do anything or do you do anything right now? I mean, aside from your uh, occasional Amazon purchase in between songs or something that I need, uh, I do scroll social media, but I actually do that for the job just to make sure I'm not missing out on anything breaking news or anything like that. I'm trying to think. I I mean, I do go for walks when we have like um, a bunch of commercials or a couple of long songs. I'll do a, I'll do a few laps here at the radio station to get my steps in. Um, sometimes I'll catch Steph doing her laps. <laughs> we'll we'll see each other. We're like, hello, how's it going? <laughs> Steph is a guarantee. She does hers right before the hot three. That's like her routine. Right Just gotta the get the blood pumping. Yes. Just move. <laughs> Welcome to another episode of Mercedes in the Morning, show number 1913. And now, here's your host, Mercedes and JC. Here's your 1913 fact of the day. Back in 1913, the clothing zipper was invented. That is when the clothing zipper was invented in 1913. Also, Camel cigarettes went on sale for the first time. So. Joe Camel was born yeah, yeah. in 1913. Couple, a couple of big <laughs> moments in the 1913s. Uh, but there you go. Every, uh, I guess, until we get to show 2023 or maybe 2024, possibly, depending on how long this goes. I'll do a little fun fact for you based on the show number and, and tie it into uh, that year in history. I really look forward to it. I get excited for this thing. I do. It's like right before the show goes off. Like, oh, it's 1913. Here comes the fact. Every night before, I'm like Googling historical events of 19 whatever (laughs) to see what's going on. But welcome to the show. It's so good to have you guys joining us here on this Monday morning, September 11th. How are you doing this morning? Not too bad. We were down in Sedona over the weekend, and we're doing something on Saturday where I started to feel very guilty about. And that's, do you ever feel guilty walking into a store, looking around, and not buying anything? Because that was us on Saturday afternoon. We went shopping, went into town, did some shopping, and there's this cool, all kinds of really cool shops. But this one area had, it was probably about 30 arts and crafts shops on top of each other. And we went into the first one, and there's a candle store. The guy was super nice, telling us about the candles that he makes. But his candles were like 30 bucks. They didn't appeal to me, so I didn't buy anything. And every store we go into, every shop owner is so nice. But there's just nothing that's jumping out to me. Or I, I saw this really cool horse painting in one of them, and I pulled it out to Laura, and she's like, oh my gosh, that's so cool. And then I see the price tag. It was like 750 bucks. I'm like, eh, thank you, no. And then finally, the last store we're in is like this cooking store, and I felt so bad going into all of these shops and not buying, buying anything that I bought a little tiny jar of honey just to kind of relieve the guilt from not buying anything. I feel like I'm doing something illegal. Like I'm, I feel like I'm shoplifting, even though I know I'm not shoplifting and I definitely am not shoplifting. Um, I feel like I, I look suspicious. So whenever that happens, I always walk out with my hands up like I'm under arrest for some reason. I, I do that when I walk through security at the airport. Also, I walk up with my hands up and the guy yelled at me for doing that last weekend. I don't know why. You're having your hands up? Yeah. I just walk through and I put my hands up like, look, I got nothing in my hands. I'm walking through. He's like, don't, go go through again. Go through again. Don't put your hands up. It's literally the first time anyone has ever said anything. Every other time, it's fine. But that's just a habit. So when I walk out of a store without buying something, I just walk out and put my hands up like, hey. Didn't take anything. Have a good day. I like. Why would I? But I just feel like I need to reassure them that I didn't steal anything from them. You feel this guilt doing the whole thing. And if you're the shop owner, what's what's that like? Do you expect that? Do you, are you used to all these customers coming in and looking around like, oh, very nice, hearing your story. Well, have a good day. I try to put myself in their position. I'm sure it happens a lot. People come in, browse, and leave, and and stuff. But where it's really weird, I think, and I've done this a couple of times, and I just feel like. 
what the heck was that was when you do it at a grocery store like i've i've gone in before because i needed a specific item and then they don't have it and i don't need anything else so walking out of a grocery store without anything feels really weird it's very suspicious it's just like why were why'd you come in here what was your what was the point Should I buy something just to offset it? I don't know. Maybe I should, but yeah, I never do. Or if you're going in to use the bathroom and don't buy anything, I feel major guilt on that. If I'm at a fast food place, I'll look at the at the, the menu board like I'm about to order something. Like, okay, I think I'll get that burger, but let me wash my hands first. Use the bathroom and yeah, I shall have there. zip out. <laughs> uh, what's trending's up next? What do you got for us? Well, Ed Sheeran cancels on Vegas. Drew Barrymore is crossing the picket line, and Wendy's going pumpkin. That's all coming up next. And what's trending? Are you guys ready? Alright, let's check in on the hot topics trending, trending, trending. Mercedes in the mornings, what's trending? What's trending on Mix 94.1. Ed Sheeran is trending this morning. Yeah, what a bummer on Saturday. If you know, you know. The singer's highly anticipated mathematics tour was set to hit Allegiant Stadium. Saturday night, only to be canceled an hour before the show. He wrote, I can't believe I'm typing this, but there's been some challenges encountered during the load in of our Vegas show. It's impossible to go forward with the show. I'm so sorry. Sources say there were problems with the stage and that it did not pass inspection. He expanded on what happened in a post on Sunday saying it was a safety issue and we really tried to do the best we could to make the show happen, but I'm not going to risk the safety of my fans for anything I really am gutted this was very much out of my control but I do take full responsibility for everyone that was put out from the cancellation the new show has been rescheduled for October 28th all tickets will be valid for the new day and you've seen I I don't know if you've seen him just going around town he showed up at a wedding um, yesterday Um, he stayed and signed autographs for the fans who were in the venue um, at the at the concert on Saturday before they got kicked out but it was just a whole mess because there were people outside waiting to get in it was so hot and they were like throwing up and it was a, it was a mess you see videos of people passing out when one person according to the news was hospitalized from heat stroke and, and heat related uh, issues that were taking place it, who, who drops the ball on that who at what point did they realize they can't make this load in happen you would think that's something that's worked out ahead of time this is the blueprints for Ed Sheeran stage this is the stadium they do concerts there all the time how, my question is how does this happen i i think that i i think that they waited too long to set up the stage if i'm being honest mm-hmm. from what i've heard i have a couple of friends whose um spouses work um for uh, either for the stadium or for the company that set up the stage i'm not quite sure but they were messaging me explaining what their husbands had told them and that they started setting up on friday night and then Saturday, they, they come in and they're trying to fix it. And, and this is hearsay. So if you have firsthand knowledge, we would love to hear from you um, that it, it just they needed more time to set up that elaborate stage. They they gave it less than a day from what I understand. And it was just too much. And at one point, finally, they went in and they're like, absolutely not. Things are falling. Things are not staying up. We can't we can't do this. And then you hear about, too, the stories of Allegiant, people outside Allegiant Stadium not getting water, not having water because they had to turn over their water and liquids before entering a certain area outside the stadium. It, it just sounded like a complete debacle. And there's a lot of videos out there. And I feel really bad for those people that were out there waiting for a couple hours until finding out that 
hey, the show's canceled. They had no idea what was, was taking place. Yeah, if you were out there, we'd love to talk to you. What what happened? I was at home still when I found out. Um, I had uh, just about gotten ready to get dressed, uh, and everyone else was pretty much waiting on me, and then we got the notification, and that was that. But I did reach out to the record label to say, you know, see if Ed could give us five minutes and just kind of call in. Hey, you know, we get it. I think the the issue is more the lack of the lack of communication mm-hmm. and telling people an hour before the show was supposed to start. That was where it was really messed up. So, yeah, if you were there, you know, and it just sucks. October 28th, though, is the new date. And a lot of people spent money coming into town for it, paid for hotel rooms. It's just a whole big mess. So that uh, that is trending this morning. Um, Drew Barrymore's trending. She's going to cross the writer's uh picket line this act writers and actor strike is happening right now she's bringing back her show she's going to resume production and she says that she owns the decision the decision that they can get mad at her so they're going to be picketing her show for sure oh my gosh yeah yeah. that's going to be an issue and then wendy's is trending this morning they're getting into the whole pumpkin spice game for the first time this fall so they announced that they are putting out a new pumpkin spice frosty flavor and it's going to be out, available starting tomorrow. So if you want to try the new Pumpkin Spice Frosty, that's going to be an option for you. And then you can also uh, get yourself a Frosty Cold Brew Coffee Drink. That'll also be available tomorrow. And that is what's trending. Up next, we have Heads Up. And when you win it, you'll get tickets to the Age of Chivalry Renaissance Festival. It's Mix 94.1. It's time for Heads Up. With Mercedes in the morning on Mix 94.1. Hey, Rebecca, you're caller 20. You ready to play heads up? Yes, thank you so much. I'm so excited. All right, let's make you a winner. We've got these uh, tickets to check out the Renaissance Festival happening at Sunset Park. Pick a category. Do you want to go with lip gloss, Frank's, make your bed, clock in, or milkshake? Oh, my gosh. Make your bed. Make your bed it is. Make your bed day is today. So these are all things you would find in the bedroom, okay? Okay. Who do you want to pick as your partner? We'll go JC. All right. All right, Rebecca, here we go. 60 seconds on the clock. You get six correct and you win and we start now. This thing holds everything in place. It holds the mattress in place. It's metal down bottom. The bed frame. Yes. This is next to your bed. You might put your water on there, your alarm clock. Uh, dresser, table. Uh, smaller. Um, it's you're, you're on the right path. Not day, but... Oh, nightstand. Yes. This blows air in your in your bedroom. Maybe you have a ceiling one. Sam? Yes. You would work on this. Maybe kids do homework on this. Uh, Dad. Yes. Okay, you're, you're, you have a lamp. You put this inside it, and you, you turn it on. Sometimes it goes out. You got to be... Yes. Yes. You sleep on this. You put your head on this. Pillow. Yes. And Oh, six. Yeah! Yes. <laughs> you got it. Congratulations. Oh, thank you so much. This is so crazy. Thank you. Nice job, Rebecca. Four tickets to the Age of Chivalry Renaissance Festival at Sunset Park. This is in October. So congratulations. Thank you so much, guys. I love you all. We love you. Now, we forgot to mention this. It's Monday, so coming up at 7 a.m., we have Beat Mercedes on this Minden Monday. This is your chance to win a $2,400 diamond pendant from Mike Lee Minden Diamond Jewelers if you can identify a song faster than Mercedes that happens in 30 minutes. Five. 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 Five.
firmly believe that if you want to get the best recommendation for some place, you got to ask someone within that industry. For instance, like if you see uh, a hairdresser that you just you just love their hair, but you ask them, who does your hair? Like, who does the hairdresser's hair? If they're really good, who does their hair? Or if you are a chef, where's your favorite place to eat? You're a chef. Where where do you go when you want to go out to dinner? And that's what we did. One of our friends, he uh, he runs a restaurant here in town. And uh, we whenever we go to his restaurant all the time. And we always talk to him about his favorite restaurants. And I love hearing the places that he goes to because they're places that aren't necessarily on on my radar. Like, I don't know. I There's so many great restaurants in Las Vegas. I, I don't know. And he always told us about one restaurant that's his favorite. His absolute favorite uh, is a restaurant that, and I feel so ridiculous saying this because apparently it's just like so well-known, but China Mama, have you heard of China Mama? China Mama. I've never been to China Mama. And this is, I'll be honest, this is the first time I'm here to China Mama. Okay, Where so good. Where is China I don't Mama? Feel so, well, first of all, it's in Shanghai Plaza. But second of all, there you used to be an original location and it burned down. So this is the new one. And and this is not any sort of an endorsement or anything. I'm just actually trying to prove a point that like, where's like a famous Vegas place that everyone has to try? He told us this. He's like, you got to go there. It's amazing. I went to the original one. They just rebuilt the second one. You got to go there. So finally, taking a chef's uh, endorsement taking a chef's opinion on where a good restaurant is we went this weekend and i have to say he was right on it was really really good there was a wait but i i can understand why when we got there there was like a few couples and, and families in there i was like ah so it, it's no problem but they had one of those um ipads in the front uh-huh. where you can check yourself in and then it said estimated wait an hour i was like oh we're here. We drove here. So we waited and it took about an hour. <laughs> but we finally got it. It was really, really good. Is there like a, a famous Vegas place that everybody has to try? Like you, you were like, why, why have you lived here for X amount of time and never been there? What is it? 702-364-9400. I've only been there once, but it was an experience. Chicago Joe's. It's an Italian restaurant. It's on 4th Street downtown. It's a house converted into a restaurant. Driving by, quick look, it just looks like a house mixed in with other houses and buildings. But it's a famous Italian restaurant, and you walk inside, and you're eating inside. It's a home. And I remember we went there. Like, our seating area was, like, in the family, which would have been the family room area. There's chairs and tables and stuff all over the place. Food was delicious. But I had a buddy that lived, like, two blocks away from it at the time. So he's like, we got to check out Chicago Joe's. And uh, it's a neat experience because you feel like you're in someone's home. And it was someone's home at some point. Well, I was... I remember the first time I went there and I was so confused. I was like, whose house is this? And they're like, this is the restaurant. I'm like, what? And it was very, like, very small inside. Mm-hmm. Like, there are a lot of tables put in there. And, uh, yeah, the food was really good. And it's one of those places that I probably drove by a, a couple of times and just thought it was a regular house. But it never, it's it's still there. It's still open. Still I haven't open, been yeah. there a still long Still open. Br- little brick house right there. And I think they have a sign out there now that shows, because I, I feel like I was with you, Mercedes, walking up the first time. It wasn't a big sign or anything. You still feel like you're going into someone's home. I think there's now a sign on top of it. So at least... You you see something as you're walking up inside Chicago Joe's. I'd like to get out of like, I don't know if you go through this, but we go through like restaurant ruts where we only go to the same places 
all that's all we do. So I was really excited to go somewhere that we had never been before, experience something totally new. Uh, it's funny. Something happened when we were there with our server. Maybe I'll talk about it a little later. Uh, she asked us to do something, and I was like, huh? Like, it, it, like, it was just, it was so funny, so unexpected. Um, so maybe a little bit later we could talk about that. Oh, yeah. What did your server yeah. say? I'm intrigued. Hot 3 is coming up next. What do you have for us? Well, today marks the 22nd anniversary of 9-11. We're going to talk a little bit about that. Also, the Aces take the top seed as the WNBA playoffs start. And this famous home from a movie is now on the market. Would you dare put a bid on it? We'll tell you what it is coming up next in the Hot 3. It's time for the Hot 3 on Mix 94.1. Families who lost loved ones in the 9-11 terror attacks are gathered at the World Trade Center Memorial in Manhattan this morning for the 22nd anniversary of the attacks. During a ceremony, the names of the nearly 3,000 victims killed are being read out loud. There are going to be moments of silence and the tolling of the bells as part of the ceremony. And for the first time this year, there will be a tribute at the Memorial Glade after the ceremony to recognize people who have died and are still experiencing illnesses tied to the aftermath of the attacks. The Glade is a dedicated space within the National September 11th Memorial Plaza that memorializes the sacrifices made by first responders. It was dedicated in 2019 on the 17th anniversary of of that the day that marked the official end of the recovery effort. Just a day, if, if you were alive when it took place, that you'll you'll never forget that moment in time where you were when the news started breaking and, and just there was just chaos around it too. I don't, no one really knew what was taking place when it started to go down. It's so crazy to me to just um, envision a world where you weren't alive for it. And that's what my kids are. They experience like that. That did not happen when they were born. It, it had already happened mm-hmm. when they were born. And so they weren't alive when it happened. And I was asking my daughter about it last night. I, I asked her, like, what do you know about 9-11? And she said, just right off the bat, not even a pause. There were terrorists that took over airplanes and crashed into the Twin Towers. That, that Like, that was it. And... I said, well, yes, I go, but it wasn't just those planes. And I explained to her the other ones, the Pentagon and Flight 93. And um, it's just, it, it's so, because I feel like I remember that day exactly how it happened. And it just such a vivid memory of where I was and what I was doing and the confusion and just the the days after that. And it was just, it's it was so crazy. It just seems like it was yesterday, not 22 years ago. It's just, yeah, it's such a perfect, beautiful day outside. Like you said, Mercedes, the, I remember the weather, the smells. I was in Washington, D.C. when everything took place. And, and when, when the plane hit the Pentagon and first hearing about the plane hitting the Pentagon, it was a kid had called the request line. And at this point, we're all focused on New York City, what's happening in the Twin Towers. I get a call, I pick it up, and it's a kid that says a plane just hit the Pentagon. And my immediate thought was, this is a kid playing a prank. And I remember so vividly, somewhat scolding the kid of, you know, this is not the time for pranks. We don't have time for this. And I hung up the phone on him. And not even 60 seconds later, we had a friend that works with the FBI. He called our private line to say the same thing. And it's like, oh, my gosh, what, what is happening right now to our country? Yeah, it was a scary time. If you were if you were alive, you know. But just it, like I said, it's so bizarre to me to 
talk to you know my kids who weren't alive when it happened and explain it to them and mm-hmm. what they've learned in school about it and like this is an actual lesson now it was a part of history that not none of us that were around will will ever forget also this morning so the las vegas aces they are headed into the playoff season as the number one seed asia wilson scored 36 points yesterday making a final statement to repeat as mvp with her sixth 30-point game, and the WNBA champion Las Vegas Aces finished up the regular season with a 100-85 to win over the Phoenix Mercury. Kelsey Plum added 30 for Las Vegas. They are the top seed. They wrapped that up yesterday when New York lost earlier in the day. I guess it was between the two, and so the Aces opened the best of three. First round at home against Chicago on Wednesday. That was the regular season finale played over at the T-Mobile instead of at Mandalay Bay, where they usually uh, play, and it was packed. A crowd of 17,406. Steph Curry was there watching the game. It was really cool. You and Steph were there. We gave away tickets to this game. It was kind of a Mercedes the morning game to go check things out, and you guys were there. How was the energy? I mean, they finished the season 34-6. and That's incredible in itself. It was insane. The energy in there was just a whole new level. I love that they played there. I... I, I like the Michelob Ultra Arena, but it was really cool to see them in such a big arena like the T-Mobile Arena, and so many people were there, and uh, it was so loud. Uh, the one thing I can never get used to, though, is all the chaos that happens while they're playing, because <laughs> that doesn't happen in the in the NBA, where there's like music playing while they're running up and down the court, and it always is like, I'm like, shh, oh, wait, they do this at these games. Do you feel like that, stuff? I I actually like it. You I do? like it makes me feel like I'm the player and I'm getting hyped up and DJ Joe Green, he's the DJ during the games for the Aces and I'm like, "Yes, Joe, your music and your playlist for the games, they are on fire." He's good job. He's so good. It just it trips me out because they don't do that in NBA games. It's like you can hear the squeaking of the shoes. Yes, it? yeah. And now it's like, "Let's get it started." <laughs> yeah. Well, I remember we went last year we did the Mercedes night last year as well and I think I, you and I turned to each other like, "Some of Got to turn the music yeah, down. They don't the game do has that. started. You turn the music down. It it's does, nonstop. It does add an energy to the uh, to the arena. That is for sure. Finally, this morning, here's a nice Halloween gift for the horror fan in your life. If Halloween gifts are even a thing, Lori Strode's home from the original Halloween is on the market for $1.8 million. Now, Lori was played by Jamie Lee Curtis, of course, and the home is in, in Haddonfield, Illinois, because that town does not even exist. It's actually in the Los Angeles area. It's been in the same family for generations and decades, but it's been converted into a rental property with three different units. It is up for sale now, uh, $1.8 million dollars. I don't know. I think you're going to get a lot of looky-loos, number one, there. Number two, I don't know. I just get the bad vibes from it being the Halloween house. Oh, yeah. But it's you, beautiful, though. It's, I'm sure it's a stunning house, but you nailed it right there. The looky-loos coming by, especially in October. How many people must visit that oh, house? Oh, my gosh. Oh, the trick-or-treaters. Oh, <laughs> I, you know you just have to dress like Michael Myers yes. every time I answer the door. <laughs> here we go. Oh, my gosh. I'm so excited. I love playing this game. It's Beat Mercedes. So here's your chance to win a $2,400 diamond pendant from Mike Lee Menden Diamond Jewelers. You just got to identify a song faster than Mercedes. That's all you got to do. Can you do it? I'm pretty good, but I know someone out there is better than I am. So it's up to you right now to give it a shot. Caller 20. 
you are facing off against me for Beat Mercedes for this $2,400 diamond pendant, courtesy of Michael E. Minden Diamond Jewelers. If you can guess it faster than I can, it is yours. So who wants to give it a go? Caller 20, you're playing 702-364-9400. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. It is time to play Beat Mercedes. It is Minden Monday and up for grabs a $2,400 Diamond pending, courtesy of Michael E. Minden Diamond Jewelers. Matt is on the phone. Hey, how's it going, Matt? What's up? Hey, we want you to win this morning. How are you feeling? You ready to give it a go? I am pumped. I am, Let's do this. I am pumped, too. I actually feel his energy. It's good energy, I'm, I'm, right? It's intimidating me. I'm not going to lie. Oh. So, so, Matt, you got this. You can do this. I have faith in you. I am going to leave the studio, and uh, we're going to see if you can beat Mercedes, okay? All right. All right. Let's do it. Bye, All right. Uh, Mercedes is stepping out. Let me turn off her microphone. Uh, all right, Matt. So here's how the game works. I'm going to start the song. And soon as you know the song, just shout out, got it, got it, got it. And we'll immediately stop the clock. Once we stop the clock, you got five seconds to correctly identify it by artist and title. Now, if the song goes 20 seconds, we automatically just stop things, okay? Gotcha. All right, I'm going to give you just some sample audio to make sure you can hear everything down the phones. This is not the song. This is just some, some music. Let me know you can hear everything. Okay. Can you hear things, Matt? That's perfect. Okay, perfect. All right. So the next sound you hear will be the actual song itself. And we start now. At 20 seconds, we got to stop the clock automatically. Staff, oh, no. no any guesses, oh, no. Matt? No guesses? Take a shot, Matt. What do you got? Uh, 
I, you know, I've heard that every week. I've gone to a baseball game. <laughs> yes. I cannot tell you yep. the name. Oh, oh, oh Matt, there are so many, yeah. so many people screaming it out at the radio right now. It's a lot easier when you play in your car. It's John. It is. It is. So the song is uh, the song is center field. The artist is John Fogarty. Yep. All right, hold on one second, Matt. Hold on one second. Let's, let's bring in Mercedes. She has no idea what the outcome is. Let's bring in Mercedes. She's walking in right She's now. She's going to walk in. Turn on her microphone. Turn that button on there. And here she comes. Hello. Hi. Hello, hello. Welcome back. Okay, thank you. Thank you. I'm nervous. Yeah, oh. you should be. Oh, boy. Oh, really? Okay, okay. Chit-chat with Matt oh, right there. Oh, gosh. I, I, now I'm trying to decide, do I do my uh, little ploy where I just say got it and then try to guess? <laughs> Matt had some energy. You were not joking about that. Okay, you ready, Mercedes? Yeah. The song, it starts now. John, oh God! That's five I seconds. Know. I don't know. I don't know. Oh my God! Oh no my way. God! You got what's the song? Center field. Center field. You got the song, but she did not get the artist. John Caff. Ah. John Fogarty. Oh. <laughs> By the way, you stopped the clock at twelve point one seconds. Oh man. Matt in his energy and his love of baseball. As he said, I hear that song every week when I'm watching baseball. Every single week. Yes. Unfortunately, Matt went 20 seconds and didn't didn't have an answer. So Mercedes, you technically didn't have the answer, but you didn't have a winner. I didn't get beat. You didn't get beat. Oh my gosh. Is there someone out there listening that's like, I knew the song. I knew the song and the singer. I couldn't beat her. Oh. Wow, you found my weak spot. 12.1 seconds. I was watching your face, too. You didn't have it. You're trying to think of it. You're thinking I almost I saw the said La Bamba. It does sound a little La Bamba ish. At first, I thought it was La Bamba. Whoa. Oh, whoa. That's like when Mike Tyson first got knocked down. Like, he got knocked down. Yeah. He got knocked down. He gets back up. He continues, but you got knocked down there. Wow. Well, Matt, I am so sorry that you did not get that. I'm really sorry because I didn't get it either. Um, but I, I'm not sorry that the jack uh, or the the size of the diamond pendant just increased. $2,500 diamond pendant now, courtesy of Mike Lee Pendant Diamond Jewelers. That was intense. Ah! <laughs> Beat Mercedes happens every Monday at 7 a.m. Wow, you went down for a second. I know, I know. But I'll get back up again. <laughs> Ed Sheeran's mathematics tour came to a screeching halt on Saturday. He posted to his Instagram that the show at Allegiant wasn't happening. It was about an hour before the show was set to start. He said, I can't believe I'm typing this, but there's been some challenges encountered during the load-in of our Vegas show. It's impossible to go forward with the show. I'm so sorry. The venue says the postponed show was due to technical issues. Um, Ed posted something yesterday saying it was about the stage setup, and a lot of people got there early. 
a lot of GA people wanted to get their spot on the floor. A lot of people got there early to get their merch, and it was hot outside. People were passing out. Were you there? When did you find out? What happened? Our number is 702-364-9400. We actually have Gina and Tim on the phone right now. How are you guys? Good morning. Hi there. Good morning. Hey, thanks for calling in. We're talking about the Ed Sheeran concert of the weekend. Thousands of disappointed fans, uh, myself included, who had tickets to the show and found out right before it was supposed to start that it was canceled. Where were you guys when you found out about the whole situation? So we had gotten in line about an hour early and we were waiting by the southwest entrance when we were waiting to get let in and um, once they finally opened the gates you know right about 5:45 or so we had made our way into the vestibule area before they let you go out to your seats but it was a little confusing because they didn't check anybody's tickets and it just was a little chaotic the whole beginning of it did you hear was I read that Allegiant Stadium was sending out tweets and messages saying that the concert was going to be delayed when you guys arrived. Did you hear anything about that, about the show being a potential long delay for Ed Sheeran to start? No. So we had asked security if everything was going on um, as scheduled. They had told us yes. Um, we had checked Instagram, didn't see anything. Some people behind us when we were getting ready to leave said that they saw something on Twitter, which we unfortunately don't have. So we didn't check. Um, But no, everybody from security was certainly indicating that everything was going as scheduled. Gina, when you were there, did you see people outside like uh, with heat stroke and just people really trying to get out of the heat? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Um, There was really no shaded area in the lines where people were waiting. So um, before myself went down, there were several people that were just trying to find anywhere with shade, try to get water. There were many, many people, myself included, going down from heat stroke. You actually went down? I did. I did, yeah. Finally, once I, I knew I had to sit, unfortunately, or I was going to end up having to go to the hospital. Um, and we finally had one security guard from the whole time who offered help and gave my husband about 10 bottles of water to hand out to me and the others that were severely suffering out there. Oh my gosh, this that is terrible. So you guys finally find out, are you inside when you find out at this point? We were inside, yes. We were inside of Allegiant Stadium, um, just kind of like sitting ducks. And um, Tim was like, I'm just going to check Ed's Instagram and see what's going on, see if he has said anything. And that's when we saw his um, Instagram post, and we just decided to to skirt from there. How do you think Allegiant or anyone could have handled this better? What could they have done differently? Because I, I don't think anyone expects this to happen. you got 60,000 fans coming to a stadium. You can put out messages on social media, but like you said, Tim, you're not, not on Twitter, not saying these things. What could they have done differently that night in that moment? I mean, they had consistent announcements going off by the Southwest entrance reminding people of the bag checks, and there were speakers, so one would assume that there's some sort of microphone system. I think that they could have done a better job relaying the information to security, um, especially if they knew that there were some serious problems with the stage, which is what I have kind of learned this morning. Um, I think that they really just lack communication, and that's really the biggest problem. You know, it was like a huge safety concern to have the water stations run out of cups and be malfunctioning or even out of water. I don't know what was wrong with them, but 
yeah, just a huge lack of communication on Allegiance part, really. Did you guys see Ed? I know he came out to sign autographs and take pictures with some of the fans who were inside. Did you guys get to see him? No, so we were at the southwest entrance. It almost looks like if you were at the main entrance that you may have had an opportunity to do that. But as soon as they let us in the back door from the southwest entrance, there was immediately um, barricades set up, and we couldn't even enter the area in which we would be able to buy food or drinks or even get an opportunity to see him. Are you going to go see him on October 28th? Fortunately, we are locals, and we are definitely going to go see him. We will be there. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you, guys. I'm so sorry that that happened to you and, and the countless others, and I'm glad to hear you guys are doing okay. Thank you so much for calling in. You guys take care. Thank you. Yeah, thank you guys very much. Thank you, guys. We appreciate it. A lot of people are calling. We'll take some more calls here. Um, I definitely want to talk to Christina, Regina. They both got there pretty early, and they said what they saw was just inexcusable. What was it? We're going to talk about all that more. And call us, 702-364-9400. Still talking about the Ed Sheeran show that was uh, canceled, actually postponed on Saturday night. A lot of people were headed down there. We're already there and uh, are really disappointed. We're going to talk to a couple of people who were down there and also someone who works at Allegiant and find out where where the breakdown happened. Let's talk to Christina first. Christina, you got there really early. Tell us what happened to you. Well, we got there about 3.45. Um, we were trying to get there early to meet, get merch because the previous show we went to, we didn't get any. So we thought we'd get there around 3.45, get in line because we were going to get in at 4.30. And um, 4.30 came and went, and that's when people started passing out in the line over from us in the ADA line. And um, shortly after that happened, the paramedics came, and they transported one person close to 5 o'clock. And... Um, they started selling waters right around that time, 4.30, for $4. Oh, so, wow. People are passing out. They're selling $4 waters. Jeannie <laughs> was lucky that they gave her water because they started selling them for $4 when people started passing out. But at 5 o'clock, when they announced that they might open the doors at 5.30, they hiked the price to 7 to $9. On the water bottles? On the water bottles. And then they ran out of water. So they were telling people, well, we have beer and seltzers, but there were so many children and elderly with medical conditions. We were like trying to tell them, you need more water. That's going to dehydrate people. And they're like, well, this is what we have. So people were getting really rowdy and getting angry. Oh. And it was just unacceptable. I, you know, I have chronic conditions. My daughter's 21, but she has chronic conditions. And we're like, we can't, I don't drink. You don't want a beer when you're sitting, when you're standing no. outside for two hours and you're thirsty. I mean, thanks for the, the liquid, but I don't want a beer. Just give me some water. Absolutely. Christina, I'm so sorry that happened to you. You're not alone. Regina was also there pretty early. Hey, Regina, what happened to you? Hi. Um, gosh, I didn't see them selling water. They sold water when we first walked in. But when people were passing out around us, <laughs> and there was a there was an um, ambulance team that came. Um, they were handing them out through the front um, metal gates, and then I guess they ran out. So that's what happened. Um, but the other gentleman mentioned over and over they were giving you the announcements of the gate procedures and all of this. At that point, there should have been some sort of an announcement saying, you know, we realized that the gates were supposed to open at four thirty. 
they're having some something to give some sort of a clue as to why we were still standing out there. I was there since three thirty with my son because he has special needs and we were going. It's very hard to get through a crowd, so <laughs> so we were there for. Uh, they opened the gates at I don't know when was it like after five. Yeah. And then they let everybody in, and they still hadn't told anybody about anything. There might have been a post on Allegiant about they're going to open the gates late, but I didn't see that, and they didn't announce that. Yeah, I and saw that post. There was a, mm-hmm. a post by Allegiant. They said we're the doors are opening, but it's going to be an hour late. It's postponed. And then we saw the Ed post saying that that's not happening. Regina, thank you. Let's hear from someone who was on the other side and was dealing with this. And it's Ryan. And Ryan, you work security at Allegiant. Talk to us from things from your perspective. What? How was that for you? That was a crazy day. I, I got to imagine no it was kind of rough for you, too. Oh, it's extremely rough. I was actually one of the security guards in the crowd trying to help with everybody having all these heat problems. And and did you know what was going on? Did they inform you? Did they say, hey, oh, you know, we're having some issues, just keep everyone calm? What what happened on your end? No, we had no idea. We go with our our operations. They weren't saying anything. And then finally I had after everybody got in, I had a lady come up to me all mad and it was canceled. She showed me a post. We still didn't hear at that point. It's probably five minutes later we found out. You, you hear about the, the charging. The, the one caller said at first they were charging water bottles for $4, and then they hiked the water prices up to $7.59. Was, at any point did you guys just start to hand out water for free to people that were starting to pass out, or you see, see them start suffering from heat stroke? And at any point did you start handing out free water? I had no idea they were selling waters. I probably gave out about 100 bottles myself. Oh, so, so they're probably idea. like, hey, Ryan, where's the, where's the money? <laughs> Ryan's trying to be a good person yeah. and get people hydrated. Ryan, I'm, I'm sure that was rough for you, too. I uh, can't imagine going through that. Thank you for calling. Let's talk to uh, Sammy. Sammy, hey, what uh, what do you know? So, are you with me? Oh, no, you're cutting out. One more time. Go ahead. Oh, no. So I used to work at Allegiant for about two years ago, actually, when they opened. I was one of the first employees that worked there. And as far as these issues with the water and stuff, they've had this issue ever since day one. As a matter of fact, one of the events, they had about 90 different transports to the hospital. Another event, they had about 125 the night of dark sports that night when it first opened. And they've had this issue of being chaotic there and unorganized ever since they opened, and a lot of it is because of the upper management staff that they hire. They brought in a lot of people from Miami and from Dallas, all younger crowd, 25-, 30-year-old management team that have no experience whatsoever in what they're doing, and that's just how it is. The parking issues chaotic. Handicap issues are chaotic. The water and situation, and the gates never open on time there. Even when I worked there, they were always late. People were always passing out. And there's no organization whatsoever in letting the crowds know what's going on or even the employees to let the crowd know. So, I mean, it's unfortunate this is going to continue to go on forever. And it's unfortunate that it's like this because they have good potential over there. But when you have the upper management staff that doesn't care and inexperience, 
no matter what event you're, you have, you're going to have these issues. That's a shame to hear that. Thanks for calling, Sammy. We appreciate it. I, I wonder just like why there's no shaded areas out there. Mm-hmm. It, it's Las Vegas. It's hot. Does it like the water station thing is an issue. I've been there for so many events and I've seen the water stations. Thankfully, I've never had to use the water stations, but a lot of people say, were saying like they were bone dry, that something needs to be done. I hope this is, you know, with what Sammy said, this has happened before and we're just now hearing about it now with this situation. That's a shame. I hope some things are done to take care of this. This, this can't happen anymore. Make it some kind of teachable moments when this does happen in the future. The oh. employees, like, like good, I mean, good for Ryan, for the security guard, for just grabbing and handing out water. And, and taking care of people. Now they hopefully have protocols in place. If this happens again, they can handle the situation in a much better way, too. And, and someone had sent us a text uh, message saying that they got there super early because they wanted to get in right away because Ed Sheeran is known to send his people around to pull random people out for meet and greets and photo ops. And so it's an event. Huge fans are going to get there super early to experience all this stuff. And there was a whole GA section that people mm-hmm. want to get a good spot, too. So I get it. I get it. I uh, was at home when I found out, so I hadn't headed down there yet. But still, um, it was just a huge inconvenience to a lot of people. And I'm sorry to anyone who went through any of the hardships and and had to deal with that. It's uh, October 28th. Hopefully you'll be able to make it then. It'll be cooler at least. It's time for the Hot 3 on Mix 94.1. Here we go again. The Powerball jackpot continues to climb with no winner in Saturday night's big drawing. So that means that the top prize in the next drawing comes up tonight um, at at least $522 million. So that cash value turns out to be over $252 bucks. So I have a feeling that the chaos is going to be starting here again. <laughs> I was down in Arizona where the, the, they sell lottery tickets everywhere. It's just so funny. There's no lines or anything because you can buy them at every single corner store you go to. They're all over the place down there. Here we got to do that drive, either in Arizona or state line to get those and 200 and some millions to pay out? Uh, for cash. For yeah, cash, it's for right cash now it's $522 hmm. million. Dollars, I'll wait so. till it's Yeah, it, it's like, oh, that's not very much. <laughs> we'll just wait. Wait till it hits the billion mark. Yeah. Um, also this morning, Apple, they're set to unveil the latest iPhone tomorrow. Do you have the latest iPhone? <sighs> I don't even know what number I'm on. I don't. I definitely don't think I have the latest one. I just got a brand new phone last week. Oh, I was you... eligible for upgrade. <laughs> <laughs> I was <laughs> total loser. I got a notification. You're eligible for an upgrade. I'm like, really? Great smoking deal. So I have the all new. 14 Pro, iPhone 14 Pro. Mm-hmm. Well, they're uh, calling uh, this event Wonderlust, and it's expected to show off the iPhone 15. Are you kidding me? Along with other new Apple products, including the latest Apple Watch and AirPods. One of the biggest expected bits of news is the, that the new phone will be USB-C compatible. Um, the event is set for 10 a.m. our time. It's going to be streamed on YouTube and Apple TV. So I'm right. I'm, I'm still. I'm, I'm kind of up to date on technology for one more week. Well, yeah. Just wait until they come out with it. That's what always happens, though. You could. The sad thing is, is if you would have waited until after the announcement, you probably would have gotten it on sale. Because that's when they try to get rid of all of the old stuff. Even a bigger deal on this thing. The, yeah. yeah. Darn it. Can you take it back? I, yeah. I don't know. what's. It's not Mercedes. It's not even a week. I got this thing like oh, last Wednesday. Man. Did all the updates. It's it's much faster than my other one. My other one was a 12. Much faster. It was a great offer. But yeah. And then to find out the 15 is coming out. Come on. And what's sad is that they probably already have the 17 ready to go. Like they've, they're working probably three or four ahead. Yeah. It's just <laughs> to gradually trickle them out. Um, finally this morning. So what do you guys 
guys think about this? I am really torn on it. Um, there is a movement to clean the Statue of Liberty. Now, let me explain. We know the Statue of Liberty, beautiful, green, iconic in New York City. And there's a movement to return it to its original golden copper color. The statue turned green from oxidation in the first few decades after it was put up. And it's stayed that way ever since. So this movement wants to clean the statue and return it to its original color. What do you think of that? What is every, do you guys want the original copper colored Statue of Liberty or do you like it green? I like it green. I had no idea it was copper before. It's just going to turn green again. Why go through the whole process? We, for my entire life, she's always been green. I'm, I'm down for keeping it the same. Save the money. Let her stay green. No reason to go back to copper. I just think I feel the same way. I feel like it's that's what it's known as. It's That's just the symbol. If people come in there and see it for the first time and it's copper... It's been how long since it's been copper? No one's going to, they're going to be so confused. Like, wait a second. Is this one of those multiverses that I've heard about in Marvel <laughs> where the Statue of Liberty is copper colored here instead of green? 62,000 pounds of copper is used in the Statue of Liberty. Up until two minutes ago, I had no idea she was made of copper. Yeah. So even, but like you said, even if she is cleaned, it's got to return to the current green color in a few years. So all that work might not be worth it. Is there anyone that wants it cleaned that is like, yes, absolutely. It needs to be, it needs to look the way it looked when it was originally there. Does that mean that the one on West Sahara, we're going to have to clean that one? <laughs> we're going to have to clean that one up. <laughs> the one in New York, New York, are we going to have to clean that one? That's what are we doing? <laughs> so you were out of town over the weekend. You were in Arizona? Yeah, we went down to Sedona. It was um, a couple's trip down there was my wife's a uh, bunch of her friends from back east went down there so we met up with them and it was, it was an awesome weekend we stayed in the same house and it was just sedona is gorgeous the way um, the spot the house was located we could walk right outside all these hiking trails and that's what we did on saturday morning has anyone has anyone had their pet save their life or do something to warn them of danger if so what was it 702 Three six four ninety four hundred. We're on this hike, and I, I bring Jax on the hike, and we're probably I'd say maybe like two miles into the hike where we decided to turn around and start making our way back down to where we started. And there's there's these in this trail. We know there's javelinas, which are like pig like animals. I don't think they're pigs, but they look like pigs, small little pigs that are in the area, and it's known for having these javelinas. And so we're making our way down the trail, and we see another couple coming up, and they've got these two gorgeous, beautiful golden retrievers. And they warn us, like, hey, just be careful. About half a mile down, some javelinas came after us. But thank God they had their dogs, their two golden retrievers, started going after the javelinas, and they ran them off. If it wasn't for their two dogs, these two, like, wild pigs would have came at this couple. They were saved by their dogs. Can they kill you? I don't think, no. As far as I know, they can't kill you. But maybe they can cause some damage to you. Well, yeah. I mean, it's still scary to have a wild animal come after you. I just, I've never heard of them before. I've never heard of them either until we went on this trail and I looked them up. And yeah, they look like little pigs. Some of them have vicious teeth sticking out. Um, But these two came after this couple and their dogs ran them off. And then as we're making our way back down the the trail to where we started, I've got Jax and everyone's like on high alert listening for the javelinas that might be coming running out of the bushes to attack us. Animals are very, very um, perceptive. They're very aware of their surroundings surroundings and i i think that they just they speak another language and they're just so amazing especially dogs and 
just we don't deserve them sometimes, I think. like And Victoria says that she actually had her animal save a life before. Victoria, what happened to you? So I was in the car driving with my newborn baby in the back seat, and the seats are reversed, so you can't really see them. And um, he was he was choking, and the dog jumped from the back seat and turned the radio off so I could hear him choking. Oh my gosh! Oh yeah. So and he was he was blue in the face and everything, and this dog just looked at me and was like. Stupid woman. Stop listening to this stupid show. (laughs) That's crazy. Wow. Because they just, that perception, like they know what's going on. That's crazy. But I believe it. The same thing happened with with my daughter. Similar. She was on the floor, like having some tummy time. I went into the other room for something. And all of a sudden, Max, my dog, comes in. like barking and he never barked like not even when the doorbell rang like he just didn't do it and he just was jumping up and down in place and i'm like what and then he's like turns and like follow me follow me and i follow him and she had like turned herself and got so close to the like being underneath the crib and then she was it it looked like she was covered with the blanket like it was just a whole mess of a situation because i left for two seconds yeah he went and warned me and i was just like wow these dogs are amazing that's incredible between victoria and yours yeah this was max that did this yeah yeah he senses something was wrong he came after you and whenever she was sick like with even with a cold or tummy thing he would always set up shop next to her uh-huh. like it made her feel better like i gotta take care of her she's not feeling good dogs are absolutely yeah, incredible amazing coming up here we have this we have tickets for you to see leanne rhymes that's happening right around 8 25 when you win heads up we really need new phones t-mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iphone 15s and each line is only 25 dollars a month new iphone 15s it's better over here. only at t-mobile get four iphone 15s on us and four lines for 25 bucks per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. and Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. You've had me guessing since 6.30 or so when you first brought it off. You mentioned your server over the weekend asked you something, asked you to do something that was rather bizarre. Caught uh, you off guard. I, it ca- did catch me off guard, and I don't think it was necessarily a bad thing. Mm-hmm. Um, has anyone ever had 
uh, server ask them to do this when you went out to eat? Or maybe it was a business. I know it's very common for businesses to ask, hey, you know, if you enjoyed your service here, or if you enjoyed your work, you know, what we did for you, if you could leave us a Yelp review, that would be great. I get asked to write, you know, a Yelp review after the fact all the time. But what was weird about this weekend is we went out to eat and they brought the check and she's like, do you have Yelp? And we're like, we, yes, we do actually. And, and uh, she goes, good. Could you write me a review and use my name? And I was like, oh, I'll absolutely do that. Yes. No problem. Like fully meaning to do it. She goes, okay, open it up. Oh, on the spot. She wanted to yes. do it. No. So I was like, wait, I go like right now. And she goes, yeah, let me see your Yelp. And I was like, Okay, so I open my phone. You have it on your phone? I have yeah. it on my phone and I open it. And she's like, Yeah, could you write me a review now? And I'm like, Uh, okay. So I, um, I, and she goes, But you have to include my name in it. And I said, Okay, um, now? And she's like, Yes. And I'm like, Do you get something if you, if I put your name in it? And she looks around and she nods. Like, yes. I was like, oh, okay. Well, then I'll write a review right now. So I just on the spot, like I wrote whatever I could come up with because like I usually take some time with my reviews. I, I, you know, put a little bit of effort into them. So I just, I wrote up the first thing that I could think of because I I just wanted to make sure that she saw that I did it. On the spot, Rebecca was a fantastic server. (laughs) She brought our food in a timely manner and uh, super friendly to deal with. This is what I wrote. Five stars. (laughs) (laughs) I've been waiting to try this place and it was absolutely worth it. The pan fried pork buns were the star. Wow. They make them fresh. So order them right away. They take a little time. So-and-so was our server, and she was great. Can't wait to come back. <laughs> and I'm typing this as she's right there. What if, what, if you're, what if you wanted to leave something negative? It's kind of, you know, she's kind of like pointing you at their almost, you know, hey, on the spot, it's hard to write something negative, or if you want to put something, oh, by the way, this wasn't that good. Don't try this. You can't with a server watching over you. I think she knew we were happy. Okay. I think just because we were like, that was wonderful when she brought the check. We're like, thank you so much. That was so delicious. And she's like, do you have Yelp? <laughs> like, yes, we do. It was just so funny. Has anyone ever been asked to write a Yelp review, like, on the spot? Or are you, see, I'm one of those Yelpers. I only like to write positive reviews. If my mind said, if it was really bad, I'm not going to make the effort. I'm just not going to, because I don't like the people that only post negative reviews. And usually it's for something that they were in the wrong about. Not always, but a lot of times it's like, um, I didn't call ahead, but I had to wait uh, an hour and a half. We'll call ahead. Yeah. You, You, that was not their fault that you didn't call ahead. It's a busy place. And I appreciate too when managers, when, I, when you, you do see a negative Yelp review, like that, for example, they say, oh, I didn't call ahead and had to wait when the manager jumps on and responds to it. Oh, I'm so sorry you had to wait. But just so you know, our restaurant is so busy. We do recommend that people call ahead for a table. I, I, I do reviews too. I've never had to do one on, on the spot. I like to do it like you. 
get home, kind of digest things, sit down, and then, yeah, give it, if, if it deserves it, give a glowing review. And I always try to mention the person by name, too, because I know that goes a long way when you say, you know, it's great service, and Tom was fantastic. That goes a long way when you mention the exact person that was helping you. Does anybody get, a, like, a bonus when it's mentioned? I, I remember talking to someone who worked at a hotel that we visit quite a bit, and I mentioned her in a review, and, and the next time I saw her, she didn't ask me to at all, but the next time I saw her when we visited... She was like, thank you for mentioning me in that review. And I was like, oh, you're welcome. And she's like, I got a, I got a bonus because of that. I was like, a cash bonus? And she's like, yeah. I'm like, oh, my gosh. And so ever since then, I always try to put someone's name in there because I don't know. And I know that the person I wrote something, they get something. I don't know what it is, but. I know Zero Res, they do, um, because <laughs> Zero Res is fantastic, and I know that the owners of Zero Res, they read the reviews every morning, according to one of the employees. They read the reviews before the guys start the, the, their day of cleaning carpets, because one of the guys finished my house a couple months ago. I'm like, hey, man, you did a fantastic job. He's like, hey, do me a favor, leave a review. I'm like, okay, cool. He's like, yeah, but like, be sarcastic about it. I'm like, what? Why? He says, they'll read it in the morning, and they'll know it's coming from you, and they'll think it's funny. I'm like, I'm not going to leave like a sarcastic review. I'll leave a nice review, because you guys did a great job, but I know for them, they read Read all the reviews, which is kind of cool to have the, the owners and your bosses recognize you the following morning for this positive reviews. It's so funny because, uh, yeah, I, I leave reviews all the time, and uh, I've never thought to leave a sarcastic one like, oh, wow, this is so great. Ha, ha. <laughs> <laughs> like, how do you write a sarcastic review? He, he, carpets were clean, and then he walked over and made them dirty oh, again. What a jerk. <laughs> <laughs> Tickets for you to go see Leanne Rimes are coming up right after Christine Aguilera. It's time for Heads Up with Mercedes in the Morning on Mix 94.1. Hey, Tara, you're caller 20. You ready to play Heads Up? Yes. All right. Let's get you a category. Tell us which one you want to go with this morning. Do you want to go with Mrs. Officer, Pac-Man, Sunday Night Football, Playing the Keys, or Coloring Book? Coloring book? Coloring book it is. National Coloring Day is coming up on Thursday. These are all different art supplies. Okay. Okay, different art supplies. Who do you want to pick as your partner this morning? Uh, Mercedes. Okay. All right, Tara, 60 seconds on the clock. You get six correct. You're going to go see Leanne Rhymes, and you start now. You use a brush and then dab it in. Paintbrush? Yeah, uh, yes. Uh, Watercolor? Yeah, she got it. It's paint. You said paint. Um, uh, you, you paint on one of these. Like You set up one of these. Canvas? And, yes. Um, if you are a painter, you might have one of these, and you have all the different colors on this thing, and then you put your, your brush into it. Oh my goodness! Um, it's like pass. A, okay, pass. Um, if I need to cut something, I use a pair of scissors. Yes. If I write on the board, I use this. It'll make a screeching noise. Chalk. Yes. Um, this is um. You, you know what? I'm gonna pass on this. Some of these would smell when you would color with them. They had sniffy. Um, like a sharpie is a type of what? Marker. Yes. Um, Elmer's makes Ten this. Seconds. Blue. Yeah! yeah. <laughs> Woo! Just Woo! by the nick of time, you got it. Congratulations, Tara. Right on. Tara, job well done. You're all set. You got your tickets to go see Leanne Rhymes Joy, the holiday tour at the Venetian Theater at the Venetian. This is in December. So congratulations to you. And we've got these tickets all week long when you win heads up in the 8 o'clock hour. In the next hour, 940, tickets to the Odyssey Soundhouse. It's Mix 94.1.
excited this weekend with football being back. I know a lot of people were super pumped to see the Raiders beat the Broncos yesterday. Just barely. It was very close. It barely. came down to the end there. You were not one of those people excited, though, no, I'm guessing. I was not excited about that. I was also not excited about a lot of things yesterday when it came to football, but that's a that's a different story. Hold on. Hold on. We need, uh, I want to break this down. By the way, I was very excited last night about the Dallas Cowboys. They beat oh, the Giants. They just 40 killed to them. Oh, my gosh. I was just, they annihilated Oh, them. man. As a Cowboys fan, that was a fun game to watch last night. But I was thinking about you this weekend. Because I know you had the, your fantasy football league that you do with your friends and family and everything. But this year, you started this, you entered this, like, professional league with women. All, all ladies league. And you had a big draft celebration and everything. And you kind of got panned for your draft picks. How did you do this weekend? I finally found the lineup of people you're going against. Holy smokes, Mercedes. These are all fantasy football experts. They're, well, here's the thing. They're either experts or they've never done it ever in their life. It's, it's, it, there's no middle ground. Mm-hmm. It's, they, have, they have made money on this or this was the first time they've ever experienced fantasy football. I would put myself right in the middle because I've been in the league for a, a few years. I, I understand how it works, but I never understood how it works with big time gamblers and to answer your question i went in feeling great mm-hmm. i was so excited and now i am second to last place okay it's one game one week well there's still a game to play tonight so i could be i could be last by the end of the <laughs> night yeah Guys, it's the first I, week it's the first week you're still feeling at your team in the lineup i, I know fantasy football is just it, it, it it's a tune out for some people i and and so i don't want to dwell on that but i do want to ask this question what is that little thing that upset you more than it really should have? Just that little thing that you know you shouldn't have let it get to you, but you did. I was almost on the verge of tears yesterday because I literally went from Thursday night being top of the heap to bottom. And I'm just looking at my picks and I'm like, those guys were right. That said my picks were bad. I It was my lineup. Joe Burrow did me dirty. If I would have put in Tua, I would have been great. I would have been fantastic. But it's just those little things, you know? It's the little things in life that, that they get you. But again, this is the first first week of the season. You still have time to turn things around. Um, I used to do fantasy football. I was doing two leagues at one point, And it just got to be overwhelming. And I found myself watching games Differently, like rooting for my Dallas Cowboys, but if they get a touchdown and I got receiver A and Dak throws a touchdown to receiver B, I'd be a little bit upset that it happened when I should be joyous that the Cowboys just got a touchdown. And that got to be frustrating for me. So that's one of the reasons I stepped out of fantasy football so I can just enjoy it without having the pressures that go with it. Yeah, it's a it's a lot. And I was almost on the verge of tears yesterday because I not because the high stakes gamblers and the professionals were beating me, but because the people that have never done it before were beating me. Those were the ones that killed me. I was like, this person should not be beating me. They should not be doing better than me. I was so angry. About They've got it. someone. They, I bet you oh, I they got they someone oh, beating them, beating them stuff. Yeah, it was just has has anything just really little bothered you a whole lot and what was it 702-364-9400 um and then my husband and i got in a fight because of it because he was mad that i was upset 
because he's like, what's wrong with you? And I was like, I'm upset because this league, I should be doing better. I know what I'm doing and I'm not doing. He's like, you're just overreacting. Like he starts yelling. I'm like, don't yell at me. I feel bad. And you should feel sorry for me and have some empathy and like comfort me. And he's like, you need to get over it. It was all luck of the draw. Who knew Joe Burrow bad for bad? And so he starts screaming at me. So we got in a fight and I haven't talked to him since last night. <laughs> We're you, fighting over my fantasy football it's team. It's fantasy. We had uh, so so for me the little thing that that kind of got to me over the weekend was we went to Sedona and and Laura and I love doing road trips and I love driving on road trips and we'll go here to Wyoming straight ten hours. Wyoming back, it's a little bit longer, it's, it's 12 hours, and I drive the entire time. Road warrior, I love it. We're driving down to Sedona, and we've got about 45 minutes to go, and we stopped for a bathroom break, and, and I just, I felt tired. So I said, hey, would you mind driving for five minutes? And she's like, no, absolutely, I would love to, sure, sure. Next thing you know, she's nudging me, and we're pulling into the place. I'm like, wait, what? Because I wanted, I just wanted her to drive for five minutes, and I didn't want to take over the wheel again and finish that drive, because I love driving so much, and... It should have been a good thing that she drove. I passed out for 30, 45 minutes, and she drove the final leg of the trip. But for some reason, it bothered me that I couldn't finish the drive. So silly. So silly. I have to be on her side on this one. She did you a favor. She did you a favor, and you're mad at her for that? I just wanted five minutes. I'm thinking in my mind, shut my eyes for five minutes, and she pulls over at the next rest stop, and we switch a route, and I finish the drive. Next thing you know, we actually pulled into the grocery store first, which was like a minute away from the house. But next thing you know, she's nudging me. She's like, we're here. I'm like, no one, what? No one can sleep for five minutes. You say, oh, I only take five-minute naps. I don't believe that for one second. Every time you say that, I'm like, yeah, right. Oh, 100% I do. It takes people five minutes to fall asleep. You don't take minute naps. There's no way. On the weekends or during the, during the week, the, yeah. Because I set an alarm. I set an alarm to wake up, and the alarm goes off, and I get up and go. But I didn't set an alarm. We were driving. I said, like, let me nap for five minutes. Next thing you know, we're there. You needed the t- sleep, obviously. I know, and that's what she said. She's like, I didn't want to wake you. You were, you were like snorting, and you just looked like you needed it. Like, I wanted to finish the drive. Oh, man. I Do you believe the five-minute nap thing, Steph, as a, someone who I know takes naps like I do? <laughs> okay, so I've talked to JC about this. I'm like, really? Five minutes? He goes, no, seriously. I'm like... So how long does it take for you to fall asleep? He's like, 30 seconds. I'm like, you're not human, man. You are not. I cannot do that. I don't believe you could do those five-minute naps, even though I believe it when you say it. Try it. Try it. Next time you're exhausted, just set your alarm for five minutes, sometimes seven minutes, sometimes four minutes, and just shut your eyes. You might get 30 seconds of sleep, but the key is that alarm goes off, boom, you wake up and You go. will see cranking me if you yeah, get a that, five-minute That's impossible. Nap. That's impossible. All cranking Mercedes and Steph walking around. <laughs> It's time for the Hot 3 on Mix 94.1. In a move that many fans wonder what were they thinking, the Mila Kunis and uh, Ashton Kutcher, they were revealed to have written letters in support of their former co-star and convicted rapist Danny Masterson. And the backlash was immediate. Now the couple has taken to social media to apologize. Did you see this? I, I was kind of following the story, yes. And it's not looking good for some people that work with them on the set, too, talking about Ashton's behavior yeah, back in the day. Yeah, that's a totally different story. Maybe we can get into that later. But right now, just they, they had to issue an apology for that. Um, here's what they put out on social media. Oh, hold on one second. 
the thing was in oh. one second. Okay. Danny's family reached out to us and they asked us to write character letters to represent the person that we knew for 25 years so that the judge could take that into full consideration relative to the sentencing. They were intended for the judge to read and not to undermine the testimony of the victims or re-traumatize them in any way. We would never want to do that. And we're sorry if that has taken place. Our heart goes out to every single person who's ever been a victim of sexual assault, sexual abuse, or rape. So a lot of people are saying, what? why were they doing that? They were was supposed to serve in the sentencing. Um, people are saying that they were friends with them for 25 years. One of the victims is, uh, she's still known as Jane Doe number one, and she immediately came after the two of them and said, this video was incredibly insulting. My hope is that they learn radical accountability and the importance of self-education to learn when to keep their privilege in in check they said they're they're not trying to undermine the victims aren't they kind of in a roundabout way undermining the victims by saying this man is of great character and a really good person almost like saying oh i'm surprised this happened yeah it, in my mind you're somewhat undermining the victims by by backing him saying he's a man of good character so let's say a good friend of yours from years and years ago that you you know just thought had the best of times with did something pretty awful and then their family comes to you and says, look, he's been convicted of this. They're going to sentence him. But we we were hoping for a lighter sentence. Can you speak to his character and your experiences with him? Would you do it? Absolutely not. Nope. He, he was because he was been he's been convicted. Obviously, he went through the whole system. He's been convicted. I, no way. Hundred percent. Zero. Sorry. I wouldn't even respond to it. Or maybe I wouldn't say sorry. Can't help you out. No. Would you? I would probably no, oh no I I don't think so no and I think what I would say is I you know what I don't feel that I'm qualified to do that mm-hmm. sorry but not gonna do that it's just yeah I don't know I, I the whole thing really rubbed me the wrong way and they're I don't think their apology helped either no it didn't it really didn't and then there were other there they weren't the only two there were other cast members and people that worked on the show that did the same thing and sent letters the one person that didn't do a letter is Topher Grace and people are pointing out that you go back to when that show ended he really separated himself from the cast of that 70s show and really doesn't reference it and people were back then giving him a hard time calling him snobbish for not hanging out with everyone or talking about it but now you kind of look back and like did, was he kind of aware of something that was taking place or just kind of saw some behavior he wasn't a, fair, uh, a fan of and wanted nothing to do with it? That's why he separated himself from those people. Yeah, it makes you wonder. Mm-hmm. So that is uh, a big story this morning. This is uh, this has turned into something bigger than I thought it would. So the other morning, I'm, I'm looking at Twitter or X or whatever we're calling it, and Martin Short is trending. And I immediately, <gasps> you know, I'm like, oh, no, mm-hmm. why is Martin Short trending? I hope he's okay. And I look, and he's fine. It's... It's because of a a new opinion piece that came out by Slate and they criticize Martin Short saying that he is unbelievably annoying, exhausting, sweaty and desperately unfunny. So the it's called Why Do We Keep Putting Up With Martin Short? It pulled no punches. And immediately his fans and colleagues jumped to his defense. And we're talking like. Big names, too. Not just the little guys. Ben Stiller, Mark Hamill, um, Michael McKean, Jerry O'Connell. Like, all these people are defending him, saying that he is a comedic genius. End of story. What's your take? Martin Martin Short, 
incredibly annoying or comedic genius? Comedic genius. Watch any interview he does from back in his time with Conan O'Brien or with uh, with Leno or, or when he's on with Fallon. I am in tears watching that guy. One of my favorite in-studio segments was when he came in studio and you two started riffing doing certain scenes from a movie or something. Was it Father of the Bride or yeah, something? Yeah. I was in tears. I think that entire interview, he had us laughing. I think he's a comedic genius. He's probably one of the nicest celebrities I've ever had the opportunity to meet. We've been lucky to meet a lot of celebrities doing what we do. One of the most down-to-earth... I mean, he's Martin Short and he came in studio. Like, we can barely get some of, like, the local artists to come in studio. They're like, can we do it on the phone? Like, he is Martin Short, and he came in studio and was like, hello. And as a joke, I go, welcome to the 90s, Mr. Bonks, because that's what his character, Father the Bride, says. And he just started playing the role, and we, I couldn't stop laughing. Mm -hmm. The nicest man you will ever meet. I was so upset when I saw that article. That's true. There's some people in town like, hey, can so-and-so come on? Ah, Can we we just do a phoner? At four o'clock, can you guys come back in and tape it? Because they're not a morning person. (laughs) What? Meanwhile, 6.50, here comes Martin short in studio like what the heck hello <laughs> welcome to the mornings mr bonks are you a jerk or are you justified we'll tell you the truth all you got to do is tell us about the situation and and you can do that by emailing us go to the website mix941.fm click on the links to email us and tell us your situation for jerk or justify this comes from tr and he writes hi mercedes and jc over the weekend i had an experience that left me feeling a bit perplexed and i'm hoping you can provide some guidance maybe for your jerk or justified call-in segment a few weeks ago i connected with a woman on a dating app we hit it off really well through our chats and we decided to meet up for our first date on friday everything seemed promising however here's where things took an unexpected turn When I arrived at dinner, Cheesecake Factory in Boca Park, I was taken aback to find that she had her two kids with her, six and nine. She hadn't mentioned anything about having children during our conversations leading up to the date. Now, I want to clarify that I have nothing against kids. However, the surprise caught me completely off guard. I couldn't help but feel a bit overwhelmed. Not only was it unexpected, but it was also surprising that she didn't mention her kids before our date. I believe that something as significant as having children should be disclosed early in the getting to know each other stage. After we ordered our drinks, I faked a work emergency and told her I had to leave. I left enough money behind to cover my drink and a tip. Who is the jerk here? My date for bringing unannounced kids to a first date? Me leaving before dinner even started? My buddies say I should have ridden it out or left more money behind. She did send me a follow-up text this weekend to make sure all was okay with work. I told her things were hectic and that we should connect next week. I'm not even sure about a second date. What other surprises does she have? What do you guys think? Who's the jerk? 702-364-9400. For the first time ever, I think you both were. (laughs) I think, I I, I mean, I don't think she, I hate saying jerk because like you guys are probably very nice people, but she should have told you. That's not the kind of thing you don't, you just spring on someone. Whether you like kids or not, whether you would have gone out with her or not, taking your kids to the first date without giving anyone a heads up, that's wrong. On the other side, I agree with your buddies. You should have just written it out. Um, or, 
I mean, I just, I don't know. I don't like the whole lying thing. Two wrongs doesn't make a right thing. And it's just, for me, I think you should have stuck with it. Doesn't mean you have to pursue. After this, you can blow her off if you want or just tell her, hey, I I didn't like how you handled that. And that's going to be a no for me. Whatever. What do you guys think? 702-364-9400. Yeah, I'm I'm with a double jerk, too. That's a surprise to bring your kids on a first date. I I always try to put myself in the person's shoes. So I'm TR, hit it off with this lady. She shows up to the restaurant with two kids. Complete surprise. Um, I would be taken aback as well. But don't leave, dude. Ride it out. I'm sure, what if you had a wonderful conversation? Or the kids are super nice. I don't know. Even if you decided that moment, there's not going to be a second date because I don't want kids. So be it. But don't leave her high and dry. Just ride the thing out. Have a nice dinner with the lady. You had some chemistry there. Who knows what's going to happen? But I would not have left. I would not have left at all. Mm. What do you guys think? 702-364-9400. Mark is on the phone. Hey, good morning, Mark. What do you think? Good morning. I'd absolutely say justified. Shouldn't have to pay for four meals. Oh, it's, so it's the money thing that's an issue, or is it both? Like the the, the kid's surprise and just paying well, for a bigger kid, meal? Kid's surprise, but then again, you're paying for four now. What if you're only planning on two? Do, when, do kids eat free at Cheesecake Factory at any I don't know. <laughs> there's a kid's menu. That's a good point, though, Mark. You're planning on, on paying for dinner at the date. All of a sudden, she's got kids there, and these kids, maybe they go hog wild. Okay, and I'm going to pay more money for dinner. That's like, I, I get your point. I, I think that's probably the last thing on my mind, just because I'd be so in shock that there were children. Like, wait, where did this come from? Would you, would you in that situation, show up to a date, or would you give the guy a heads up that you've got kids? I think you, you need to, within the first couple conversations establish you have children i've never been in the dating scene with children ever but if i were someone you know i'm getting to know someone i feel like i need to tell them at some point maybe not the first time we have a conversation get to know them and maybe the second or third like hey by the way i have a couple of kids i just wanted to let you know i i have kids if he's gone because of that, then good. It wasn't meant to be. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't want a, someone like that. If he's like, oh, that's cool. I have a couple also. Oh, okay. You know, whatever. I just feel like that does need to be explained uh, at the beginning. Let's talk to Pam and see what she thinks. Pam, good morning. Good morning. Hey, what do you think? I, I think she was the jerk only because... Who would bring their kids to a first date when you don't even know the guy yet? Yeah, that seems a little like, whoa, you you haven't vetted him in person on your own yet? You, now you're going to bring him and meet your kids? Maybe the babysitter canceled at the last minute. She had no option, but she wanted to go see this guy so bad. That could be, that could be it. This one, uh, this text came in and says... This should be called who is more of a jerk. (laughs) In this case, she is more of a jerk. Uh, This one says she should have told him about the kids before showing up with them to the date, but splitting after ordering drinks definitely should have just talked to her about it. Be a grown up. Everyone agrees she should have said something in advance. That's also tricky. I'm going to put you on the spot, Mercedes, but to fake a work call that's an emergency. Mercedes, you play the role of the guy and you want to fake the work call right in front of the person. Oh, I'm oh, sorry. I gotta take this. Hello. Yeah, I'm actually at dinner. Why? What's up? You're kidding me. Oh my gosh. <sighs> okay, I'll be right there. 
sorry. I got to go. We got an emergency at work. I got to take care of this. I'm so sorry. That is so good. <laughs> Thanks. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Today, it's the 22nd anniversary of the tragedy of 9-11. Mercedes, do you remember the exact moment where you were? I'm assuming you were, you were here on the air, but did that exact moment when you found out something was taking place in New York City? Yeah, we were uh, we were broadcasting from our old studios on West Sahara, and uh, just remember we kept getting phone calls like um, some something just hit the, the World Trade Center, like something's going on in New York, and so... We turned on, I remember we turned on the Today Show because like that was the only thing we had at that point. And uh, and we're watching that and trying to get a better understanding of what was happening. And it was just, it was so confusing. And I felt terrible because people were coming and tuning into us to get more information. And I'm here like, uh, we're scrambling trying to get information. It was very hectic but we'll just never forget that day and never forget those feelings and you were um and you were asking your daughter brooklyn who's gen z and and what what is her recollection obviously she wasn't alive when it took place but what is her when you asked someone that wasn't alive when it took place what are their how does she recount the event she said i asked her that last night i said tomorrow's 9 11 and she said oh wow um how many years i said it's 22 years and she said uh, and I said, do you, what do you know about it? And she said, I know that there were terrorists that took over some airplanes and they crashed them into the Twin Towers. And that's all she knew. And I explained, well, there was also one at the Pentagon. There was Flight 93 that, that crashed. And she, I was telling her more about that. And I don't know how I ended up also on, um, like, 9-11 TikTok. Uh, so on my For You page, I'm getting a lot of final calls. And they're so it's so heart-wrenching to listen to where people were on Flight 93 and they knew something was going on and they were leaving messages on people's answering machines uh, for their family members saying, I'm just calling to tell you that there's something going on and it's not looking good. And I just want you to know that I love you. Just like listening to some of these messages is truly heart wrenching. And there were people that were calling in that were after the planes hit the Twin Towers that were that knew that something was going on. And some people that knew they were trapped that were above where the planes hit and they're above it and they have no way to get down. And they're calling loved ones saying, this is, there's no way out. This is, this is going to be the end. I couldn't even imagine putting myself in that position of getting that phone call or those people that were in those positions to, to make those phone calls. I, I was in DC when the whole thing went down. It was just, I mean, it's just so, it's just chaos. Same thing, Mercedes. You didn't know what was happening here. We're in DC and, and our sister station was the number one news station at the time. And so we're getting some information from them. But the thing that stands out the most to me is when, the Pentagon was hit, but then also that, that fourth plane, the Flight 93, that, that they crashed that plane. Those heroes on that plane, they crashed that plane because that plane was en route to D.C. And we're in the studio, and our, and our boss came in, our program director, Mike Edwards is his name. And he looked at us and said, there's a fourth plane, and it's on its way right now to Washington, D.C. He goes, we are under attack. You guys do not have to stay here. The city is under attack. So if you want to leave, go home with your families, you certainly can. But there's a fourth plane, and it's on its way to Washington, D.C. And it's that moment, you're like, where is this plane going? It was just such uncertainty that morning. It was crazy. Yeah, it really was. Um, just in, in trying to get answers. And I, I really was just... The way the country came together right after that was truly astounding. 
And it makes me sad that it's like the exact opposite of that now. (laughs) At that point, like everyone, we were all just together. And out of something so horrific came this unity amongst everyone. (laughs) It's not like that anymore. No, it is sad to think that. Think about that that, that afternoon, the morning after, the weeks and months to follow after that, how we were so close as a country and all issues were put aside and everyone was just, your neighbor was there for you. And it was just a kind compassionate time in our country yeah it's it's hard to believe it's been 22 years in new york city this morning um they read all the names of the nearly 3,000 victims and there were moments of silence they the tolling of the bells and um for the first time this year there was a tribute at the memorial glade after the ceremony to recognize the people who have died from and are still experiencing illnesses tied to the aftermath of the attack we'll have more to come here it's mix 94.1 Mercedes in the mornings. What's trending? What's trending on Mix ninety four point one. Well, Ed Sheeran is trending this morning. The singer's highly anticipated mathematics tour was set to hit Allegiant Stadium on Saturday, only to be canceled an hour before the show. He wrote on social media, "I can't believe I'm typing this, but there's been some challenges encountered during the load in of our Vegas show. It's impossible to go forward with the show. I'm so sorry." Sources say that there were problems with the stage and that it just did not pass inspection. He expanded on what happened in a post yesterday saying it was a safety issue and we really tried to do the best we could to make the show happen, but I'm not going to risk the safety of my fans for anything. I am really gutted. This was very much out of my control, but I do take full responsibility for everyone that was put out from the cancellation. So the new show has been rescheduled for October 28th. All your tickets that you had for the show, they are valid for the new date. We spoke to a bunch of people that were out there. Some people arrived as early as 3.15. We spoke to a security guard that worked there at Allegiant who really didn't know what was happening until the note came out from Ed Sheeran about the cancellation. Sounds like it was just a very very chaotic, chaotic situation on yeah, Saturday. Yeah, people getting sick out there. Uh, just really not, not a good situation and not good communication at all. So hopefully by the time October comes around, we don't have these stage issues and communication issues either. Does the show, because a lot of people flew into town and spent money on tickets and hotel and everything else, and they can't afford to come back into town for this. Does October 28th, your tickets are so good. Does that work for you guys on the 28th or is there something else happening? Well, I mean, we had, my husband has to work that weekend. So now he's trying to figure out like, hey, can I get out early? My daughter who flew in this weekend specifically for that show i asked her i'm like well do you want to come back out again and she's like well i don't know because i believe sema is that weekend so ticket prices are not the cheapest airline tickets in i'm guessing hotel room rates will not be cheap oh so yeah there's a lot happening i looked i we ended up finding her a, a ticket that's a, that was a little more expensive than we usually pay, but I was like, hey, you know, I, w- I know you really wanted to see the show, so we're going to try and make it happen. Yeah. And, and I think of all the people who have that for tickets for multiple people and hotel rooms. We're lucky that we live mm-hmm. here so we can still make it work. But yeah, I didn't even think of that SEMA that weekend. Oh, my gosh. Well, we'll see what happens. Yeah, really. Also trending this morning is Drew Barrymore. So she has a popular TV talk show, if you've never seen it before. And it's coming back, even though there is a writers and actors strike happening. She announced that the fourth season of the Drew Barrymore show is going to resume production. And she says that she owns the decision. She says we're in compliance 
with not discussing or promoting film and television that that is struck of any kind and that she wants to be there to provide what writers do so well, which is a way of bringing us together or helping us make sense of the human experience. So it sounds like they're moving forward with no writers, but still the Writers Guild is not happy. They say the Guild has and will continue to picket any struck show that continues production for the duration of the strike. But the new season is expected to premiere next week, September 18th. Who she'd have on, I wonder, as guests, because majority of people from Hollywood are not doing interviews. They can't promote their stuff. They can't promote any movies that are that are coming up. So I wonder who will do her show as far as guests. There's probably singers. Um, yeah, there you pr- go. Probably um, people that, you know, she does a lot of human interest things, viral things, uh, stuff like that. Chefs. I, I, I think she could probably still make it work, but um, it'll be interesting to see how they come after mm-hmm. her on that one and then finally this morning Wendy's is trending they're getting into the pumpkin spice game for the first time this fall the chain has announced that a new pumpkin spice frosty flavor will be available beginning tomorrow the company says the frozen tree introduces hints of pumpkin flavor and spices like cinnamon and nutmeg to the familiar creamy frosty texture a pumpkin spice frosty cold brew coffee drink is also going to be available. So there you go. Another one to add to your pumpkin spice to-do list, and that is what's trending. I am so excited about this. David, good morning. Good morning. We are so happy to tell you, you are our first winner. You get to go join us at our sound house. Nice. Upcoming September. Congratulations. That's great. Thank you. That's fantastic. If you've never been to the Odyssey Sound House, it is Incredible. It's happening at the Inspire Nightclub Friday, September 22nd through September 24th. Artists, interviews, performances, so much more. And you are in. Congratulations. Great. Thank you. That's fantastic. Thank you, David. We'll see you out there. And you never know who's going to pop in at Soundhouse. And we've got these tickets for you all week long at 940. 694.1, Mercedes in the morning. And that is it for us on a Monday. Thank you so much for being a part of our day. We hope we got to be a part of yours, and we will be back tomorrow. Make sure you keep listening. More Soundhouse passes for you. We'll also have more tickets for you to see Leanne Rimes, her new holiday show that's going to come to the Venetian. That is uh, coming up. And more tickets to the Renaissance Festival. That's going to be a lot of fun over at Sunset Park. We've got all that on the way for you tomorrow. We are out of here. J-Love is on the way next, but right now it's time for the line of the day. There was an op-ed saying that Martin Short sucks at comedy. Well, Hollywood came to his defense, and so did we. Martin was amazing when he came in studio and immediately went into his character from Father of the Bride. Let's go back to 2012. Welcome to the 90s, Mr. Bonks. Welcome to the 90s, Mr. Bonks. And it's very chic and very elegant, very filled with style. I love, why didn't they just make a movie about Frank? <laughs> I mean, I would have gone to see that several times over. Well, then I'll, I'll, talk, to, I'll talk to Hollywood. <laughs> he was the sweetest. The nicest man. It's so funny, Mr. Bonks. <laughs> in studio at 6.15 in the morning. Come yep. on. Come on, what a legend. Take a note, people who ride nights <laughs> too early. <laughs> A-lister right there. That'll do it for show number 1913 of Mercedes in the Morning. Did you miss any part of Mercedes in the Morning? Catch up now by downloading today's show on the Odyssey app. Mercedes in the Morning returns tomorrow morning on Mix 94.1. 
This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. 